Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week, I'm talking to a buddy, Jack. Now, just to clarify, in this, right now, I sound quite rough because my hay fever's been acting up horrendously and last night I was out drinking, so I'm <laughs> fairly hungover. Uh, so apologies for the lack of enthusiasm. Um, I am trying. Um, but in this episode, I want to clarify, I was completely sober. I wasn't hungover or anything like that. So I'm back to my usual sort of... Uh, I don't know, eccentric self, I guess. Um, yeah, so this is going to be a bit of a shorter intro, um, just because I want to survive and try and get this episode out. Um, so in this one, um, this is part one of the chat, and we talk about Scotland, because um, Jack's got family in Scotland, so we talk about sort of the differences between Scotland and England a little bit. Um, we talk about the cinema and movies a little bit. Uh, we uh, brush upon the Second Amendment, uh, influence on music, uh, including sort of the black culture influence on music. We touch on that. Um, we talk about motorcycle um, as well as car accidents. Um, Jack's been in uh, two motorcycle accidents, I think, and he talks about those. Um, we just discuss focusing on differences and similarities between people. Um, we talk about science. We talk about each of our dads. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's, we also, right towards the end, we talk about his heart condition, um, which in part two, we get into a lot more, um, but I just want to give everyone kind of like a little taste of what it is sort of about. Um, he has a condition called heart block. Um, I'm obviously no expert in it, but when I was talking to him about it, it sounds quite, it's very interesting to hear about these sort of conditions and his sort of descriptions of it. So you hear at the end, he starts describing it and whatnot, and then I kind of cut it and then, uh, part two will have how it feels in a lot more depth and all these sorts of other things. So, you know, that's what you can look forward to in part two as well. Um, I think that's about it really for me. Um, there's a promo I'm going to play in a minute, um, which is by some guys in the Black podcast. They're absolutely phenomenal. Um, I've shared them on uh, social media uh, a few days ago, I believe. So when this comes out, yeah, it'll be a few days ago because I'm recording on the day. Man, this hangover is not doing me well and I'm rambling, so I'm sorry. Um, yeah, in the Black podcast, they're fantastic. They're one of the few indie pods, which I've listened to quite a few uh, sort of indie podcasts, you know, not as popular ones. And a lot of them are really good, but some of them haven't really struck a chord with me. But in the Black is just fantastic. Since I started listening to it, I just, I just can't stop. So I'm going to play their promo. The chat, as usual, will happen uh, with me and Jack. Uh, and then I'll be back at the end uh, briefly just to talk about part two and whatnot. So, um, yeah, thanks as always for tuning in, guys. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. iTunes reviews, you know, if anyone listens to podcasts, see, you know, the usual sort of thing people ask for. So, yeah, on with the show. What's up, family? It's your boy, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, host of the In the Black podcast. Join me and my co-host, Phil the Orange Crush. Hey. And Rick Hustlehard. Hey. As we discuss the current events, social issues, and hot topics going on in your black world. Everything from love to politics, entertainment, financial empowerment, and much more. And all from the perspective of three black working professionals and family men. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can stream your podcast from. So come join in on our conversation. And as always, informed, intelligent, in the black. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. It's kind of focusing on you, this goes double vision, focusing on this, everything else goes double vision. Well, that's the thing about having a mic in front of you. It's, um... It's one of those, like, with with Amazon, I find, like, people go, like, oh, it's killing retail, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, but you have to understand, none of us have any fucking money. Like, yeah. I still need to buy shit. I haven't got any money yeah. to buy it with. So, um, yeah, might as well get on started. I've started recording, so let's see if the audio volume is going to be all right. <laughs> Hello, guys. My It's Mike from, obviously, Genuine Chit Chat. Uh, and my guest today is Jack. Hello. Hello there. They can't see you waving, Jack. Don't ever do a hand gesture in this room, ever. It's despicable. Um, this is much like uh, one of the ones I did with my buddy Johnny and Bradley, where I haven't really got any subjects in mind, really. I mean, Jack's an interesting guy who knows a lot of things. So uh, we'll see where this conversation takes us, unless it's shit, and then no one will hear it. <laughs> I'm joking. I'll probably release it anyway. Um, I was going to say, um, we're, we're at the start before we um, started... Uh, well, checked on the recorder um i said to you like what other jobs have you had and you said the only job you've had is uber yeah so is like is that like 
It's Uber Eats, isn't it? Like yeah, the Uber Eats, and I've worked with Deliveroo as well. So how how long has that been? Like um, since August last year. Is that the only time you've had a job? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. How managed you... to sail through life somehow. How, I was about to say, how have you managed that? That's like... Wizardry. Pure wizardry. <laughs> Magic. A yeah. little bit of inheritance here helps along the way. Ah, uh, <laughs> I see. Well, did, um, if you don't really ask, delving into the real deep questions, no, did one fine. of your close family members pass away? Yeah, it was my father. Oh, similar yeah. to me then, in a way. Yeah. Do you mind me asking when or... Uh, to, well, good question, <laughs> to 2014. Oh, so it's quite recent. Yeah. I think, actually, I was... I think I hung out with you or Justin or so, around that sort of time. Yeah, that's how I mentioned it, I think. Um, yeah, because obviously my dad died um, 2013, I think it was. Yeah. So it's pretty close, actually. But yeah. Obviously, you're a bit older than I am. Um, obviously, mine died of... Mine uh, passed away of cancer. Yeah, same here. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Do you mind me asking what kind of cancer? It was a uh, breast cancer. Really? Things, yeah. So oh, I, I think don't, one in... don't think you're immune to it if you're a bloke. You yeah, can... I think one in four men actually. Um... Uh, it's quite rare. I think it's only around about seven hundred odd cases a year in the oh, UK. Really? Yeah. Oh, I must so have it's, heard. It's yeah, it's fairly rare. <laughs> okay, I must have heard of like um. Someone told me it once, but the problem is when people tell you statistics, it's like... Yeah, you don't want to believe them. <laughs> <laughs> you can never really know. If someone told you or if you read it on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Like Wikipedia, is certain certain things on Wikipedia can be all right sources, but um, other ones are like that. Nah, it's no, a little I don't bit. Trust it. Yeah, you don't trust it at all. Conspiracy theorist hat on. Like, don't trust the government. Don't trust Wikipedia. Don't get a job. Get be off the grid completely. What did you um? Did you go to college and stuff then? Um, I was at college for about a month and a half, two months. Right. Because uh, I failed uh, English and maths GCSE. Right. So they made me reset those ah. while I to bump up. All the courses and all that, I had to do public services, which is basically training for uh, military or the police or anything like that. Oh, okay. And then I had my motorbike crash, fucked my ankle, and couldn't do it anymore. So what it, happened? I, I haven't heard about this motorbike crash, because yeah. just to clarify for people listening, like um, me and Jack know each other through my brother Justin, and we basically, I think whenever we hang out, we're just always mullered, or yes. more so. <laughs> I'm usually the, the more mullered one. Um, just I only appear maybe once every two months. Yeah, just like <laughs> appear out of the, the, the dusk. And it's like, oh, Jack's here. And then he's gone again. And it's like, see you later. It's like the blue moon. Um, yeah, well, so I, I obviously, one of the good things about this podcast is I know so little about you in a way yeah. that it can just ask anything. So um, with your motorcycle incident, what happened there? Um, that was, when was that? That's uh, 2008, I think it was, 2009. Um, right. I was, I'd been out all day and uh, I was speeding most of the day don't do that <laughs> don't do it people and um yeah at this point i was only doing 30 miles an hour and the right. uh, car just pulled straight out in front of me hit both my brakes i pulled an endo where you know your back wheel comes off the ground oh, okay did a uh, two forward flips over the car jesus didn't break anything i didn't have a single scratch or bruise on me but i did a uh, soft tissue damage to the back of my ankle oh wow and, uh, it's uh my ankle is now twisted off to the right hand side and pulled up slightly after Nine years. So I've got a permanent limp. Uh, my ankle, my knee, my hip, my lower back, and my left shoulder are all in pain because of it. Oh, I see, because, yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's weird when things like that. Uh, like, when when you hurt your ankle, did you, I assume you came off the bike, you did yeah. like a perfect flip. Like, no, <laughs> not with the bike, like, no. Just a perfectly flip, and you're just like on the other side of the carried car. On. Like, yeah, just keep on going, and then you just kind of get off and trip. <laughs> so did you... Um, did you get much? Uh, did you have insurance to get much conversation or anything like that? Uh, no, subtle insurance yeah. uh, conversation. Ah. Uh, I, I was fully comped, and uh, the bike was probably only about four months old, mm. brand new. It costs three and a half grand. They gave back fifteen hundred pounds all in, and uh, ah. it might have been slightly more than that, maybe about two grand. Once I, I claimed see. everything, that got destroyed. <laughs> ah, okay. And what did the person say when you uh, like? Did they? Oh, sorry, mate, I didn't see you. <laughs> which wow. is the thing that everyone says when they pull out in front of a motorbike yeah well, it's like because you ride a you ride a just a push bike now don't yeah. you because obviously you do a lot of uh, Deliveroo and well, that's your job but Uber yeah. eats Deliveroo <laughs> so it's like already clarified that um, what so did you never learn to drive then no cars no just motorbike did you, did you like motorbikes from a young age then yeah the entire my father's side of the family all of them were into motorbikes mm. so it was just it was a given it was going to happen I yeah. always grew up around motorbikes and biker people yeah knew quite a lot of Hells Angels as well oh okay um, yeah so I've always grown up around big loud angry motorbikes so it has they, to be done are any, were any of the people like, big loud angry people or most of them quite nice um, a few of them <laughs> a few of them were big loud and angry but mainly my dad's mates were kind of okay bikers 
weren't wow. trying to be angry. They were just biking for the love of it. I see. Yeah. Well, with um, because you've got what's your family like? Because I know that you've got you mentioned a brother, but have you got that's uh, on my mum's side of the family. We've got okay. different dads, so right. he's a kind of opposite of me. He's not really into motorbikes or driving or anything like that, really. So right. Yeah, because I've got obviously I've got um, Rob and Chris. Who, yeah. Um, they're my funny enough my dads and not my mum's. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I've got Justin, who's uh, related by the law. But um, so you've got how many siblings have you got then? It's just my brother. Oh, so it's, it's you yeah. just oh, okay. So when um, so I'm just trying to think of like uh, there's so many things in my head all at once. Like I just like so many subjects <laughs> that I'm thinking because like filing um, cabinet. Well, yeah, that's it. That's my brain. Well, it's like at my desk at work. It's just like I've just got post-it notes <laughs> everywhere. And someone said to me uh, the other day, he was like, um, "So you do realize that having 50 post-it notes is not the point. You may have like one or two. Like, having 50, you must well have a notebook." I was like, "You don't understand. I've got them all nice and where." And I just think in my brain, I've just got like a I know billion. where it is. It's yeah, fine. It's maxed exactly. Out. That's exactly it. And I've just got like, a billion post-it notes. Yeah. And it's just like I know because I know tidbits of information. Yeah. Because like I know you know quite a lot about um, those steam engines, and we spoke, and you've. You spoke about that uh, when I was last at Justin. That's a kind of general interest. I don't really know how they work. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not going to tell you, like, Jack, yeah. talk to me right now. Everything Explain you know, the inner workings steam. of a steam engine. Yeah. Well, I'll probably wing it. <laughs> Just, yeah, well, I don't know anything. So to me, anything would sound like it's going to make sense. Because, um, you know, there's steam engines and there's a lot of stuff like, um, we talk about like black holes and... Um, like, yeah, the general kind of quantum mechanics and astronomy and all that. Just, and funny that you say general quantum mechanics. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, just dabble. I just dabble in a bit of quantum mechanics. Well, that's the thing. You kind of have to dabble because it's such a difficult subject. You can't... If you've got a quantum mechanics book, you can't read it cover to cover because the information will not stick. You've got to read a chapter and then maybe read it back again. Yeah, <laughs> And yeah. half of it will stick. And yes. you only understand about a third of that. So. Yeah, it's like I remember on the odd occasion, you know, where you're just um, laying in bed and, and something just comes to mind. You go, I wonder what this is all about. And then I Google yeah. it or whatever. And then you Google it and it, the explanation for it is a paragraph. And that paragraph has 10 words that you don't understand. Right. And it's like, <laughs> oh, quantum mechanics is just to do with subatomic particles, this, 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 and this, and this. And it's like, okay, I vaguely know what subatomic particles are. I don't know what any of those other things are. And then you try and Google what they are, and then the explanation for them is another 10 words that yeah, you don't know. You do not understand. Like, I can't yeah. fathom any of that sort of stuff. Um, I was going to say, you said you, um, you've you been up to Aberdeen quite a few times. Um, yeah, northeast of Scotland. That's uh, my father's side. The family is from Scotland, so okay, so what, quite um, a lot of them up there. How? Because how, I've never been to Scotland. I've been wanting to... I want to go to Scotland. I also want to go to Ireland. I've been to Wales, but Wales is basically just England. Yeah. Sorry, Wales people. <laughs> I've, I've been there. It's great. Everyone there's really nice, but it's, it's not a huge oh, I difference. got spat out in Wales for having an English accent, so you I know I'm not welcome. At? Yeah, it's what? Cardiff for you. Wow. I've, I've primarily been to Cardiff. It's like... Um, one of the things I found that was uh, strange over there is that people speak Welsh. And it, yeah, to me, a... it just seems the most pointless language ever. Well, it's it's... It's our culture, essentially. Because <laughs> you've got you've got Welsh, you've got um, Gaelic, Irish Gaelic, Scottish oh, yeah. Gaelic. It's pronounced Gaelic, not Gaelic, and okay. Doric, which is kind of the main Scottish language, or it should be. Because I, I only found out Scotland even had their own language. Only yeah. I think it was a couple of years ago. I was like, cause I don't think many people. Do many people in Scotland speak? Um... Um, well, with Doric, I think it's only about. 35, 40,000 maybe still. Because oh, wow. Doric is the north east around Aberdeen and that kind of area. And uh, the people that speak Gaelic are all up around the Hebrides and, right. and on the west side. Because the Gaelic came over from Ireland and all that. But the Irish never got as far as the east of Scotland. So I see. In the films, when you see people, the Scottish people, kind of like naked and blue, that's the Picts and they're from the northwest side. Mm. No, northeast, sorry. <laughs> and that's, uh, yeah. Well, it's like, um, yeah, because, like, I know people are like, oh, it's our culture and that sort of thing, and that that's fair enough, but it's yeah. like, like, um, a mate of mine, Alex, he, um, he lives in Wales now, and, mm. um, I go to see him occasionally, I saw him the other week, and, um, it's like, you drive around and all the signs are in English and Welsh, yeah. but it's like, how many people can only speak Welsh? It's not that they can only speak Welsh, it's just they don't want to get rid of their heritage. Yeah, so it's just, it just to me, I understand, like, I don't want to ever take anything away from anyone's heritage, but yeah. I'm also in the mindset of surely adding another language is kind of adding another barrier. Yeah. Like, there's that biblical story, and obviously I'm not uh, I'm not a religious person, and I'm pretty certain that you aren't either. No, sure. um, yeah. Um, but there's the, the Tower of Babel, which is quite interesting, um, which was um, 
the idea was that everyone could speak the same language yeah. and then someone built a tower to try to get to heaven uh, and then God destroyed it and separated everyone and made them all speak a different language. And it's like, some people actually say there's a lot of parallels to that and what uh, the universal language actually was was the language of code. Yeah. Which is quite, and that's what kind of one of the things people... Six, wrong that kind of line. Well, yeah, because like, people say like, obviously, almost going into quantum mechanics now. Uh, <laughs> it's like the, the universal language to our understanding is maths. Yeah, it's binary. Like, yeah, ones and zeros. Yeah, exactly, because it's basically one and zero just means essentially on off almost not yeah. not quite that simplistic but in layman's terms it's kind of like on off and if you have like a billion options and it's like josh was talking to me about this um because josh and i do a, a mini series called science but simple yeah and uh, we did a one about light bulbs one about uh gravity in the moon tides and that sort of thing and then one we recently did that i released there's nothing simple about gravity well no but <laughs> we, we try to explain it or well, he tries to explain it to me in a simple way and yeah. i'm just like because i don't know much about science unfortunately but um he, we were talking. The last one we did was uh, debunking myths. Um, yeah. He he wanted to do one about that. We did it. It was like cancer, uh, GMOs, and um, I literally released this episode like three days ago. Um, I should know this better. Um, cancer, GMO, on oh, big farmer, and we were talking about cancer, and he was yeah. discussing um, cancer genes, things like that. And he was always talking about with GMOs. It's like there was like a. Um, a certain type of rice that was really susceptible to that didn't have a certain protein in, I think, or something. And he, they basically, they genetically modified it, so it did have this protein in. Yeah. And it was almost just like, it was almost flicking this was one on/off switch to on, or yeah. it was like there was something that they didn't even have in their system, and you just plonk it in. And it's like, it's obviously go listen to that podcast because I'm probably destroying it. <laughs> it's like the, my explanation, but like the like with binary obviously works well on computers and stuff, and then you get. The language of how we can work out how things work is you can do it with binary. And yeah. like if everyone could not, not speak binary, but like code is like a, a, a way... universal language. It doesn't matter if you're speaking English or Arabic. Mm. Code is still code. Exactly. So it's it's one of those where some people... Um, there's some theories, you know, there's like, you know simulation theory. We're all like, um, we're yeah. in a simulation, basically. Yeah. Um, well, someone says, you could in theory do this with most things, so it's not quite that, ooh, but it's quite funny to listen to. You can basically, uh, you can go on a website and it basically tells you, I think it's 10 or 20 words in the Bible. It's like change God to programmer, I think Jesus to something else, and literally you 20. And if you read the Bible, it makes basically complete sense, yeah. but it's if it was a simulation. And yeah. then the whole Tower of Babel, Babel, Babel story, um, is all about coding and things. And it's like, yeah. we could all university we learn this language and then the the beings in the simulation basically stripped it away from us and we're yeah. slowly learning it again it's like i don't believe we're in a simulation but it's like a fun thought experiment yeah it's a <laughs> yeah we're all just running in a giant game of sim city maybe yeah that would explain a lot of things wouldn't it just like uh when you walk into a room forget everything immediately even though I think the reason for that is actually because your brain remembers locations above uh, like chronological events, like it, it, like things in this room, for example. My memories aren't linked necessarily to a time in my life; they're linked to locations. So yeah. when you walk through a doorway, your brain is basically kind of flicking to the next location in a sense. So you walk through a doorway and you go, "I completely forgot what I was doing," because your brain's kind of catching up. It's like, "Oh, now I need to remember things in here." And it's yeah. like, yeah, but yeah, back to um. The language thing. I'm I'm game with anyone learning language, but I just think like surely it's another thing to learn, which is just like it just separates people in yeah. in a sense. It's like we should all be striving to all the world to try and learn one language. With all these translation apps though these days, we're probably only about twenty thirty years away from something that will quite easily translate. Well, yeah, I mean, there's already it might be even closer than that. I mean, I think the Google Pixel or the Samsung S9 or whatever the hell it is at the moment, um, one of them comes with or both of them come with uh, earbuds, and you you they translate language in real time. Yeah, but obviously they're not perfect because no. they, they can't be because of obviously accents. I mean, you go to different. I think it's like places. All across the world they have it, but like Italy, like northern Italy and southern Italy. They're... So different. Well, you just got to look at the UK, haven't you? Oh, well, and yeah. also regional dialects as well. You've got to take in consideration those. Slang I'd like to stuff. see yeah. uh, someone from America trying to use one of these translation things on somebody from Manchester. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Well, it's like I watched <laughs> Newcastle. The film. Well, exactly. So I watched a film, uh, obviously it's Scottish, but it's called uh, Sweet 16. And um, it was, we watched it in media class at school, and it was. Their, their Scottish accents were so strong, we had to put subtitles on. Yeah. And they're, they're speaking the same that's, language. That's all of my relatives up in the northeast. You, There's one of them. His name's Martin. And um, even though I've grown up around him, I still only catch maybe two-thirds of what he's saying. I would love to see somebody from down south, because none of my friends have ever met that side of my family. I would love to see 
just the sheer confusion on somebody's oh, face yeah. as he starts talking because he no idea. Yeah, so it's um, is the culture up in Scotland like that much different? Obviously, no, everyone knows the stereotypes of haggis and things like yeah, that. But that's, like, uh, that's, nowadays with the the younger generations, that's less so. But mm. it seems that because uh, all the relatives I've got there are basically my uh, my father's aunties and uncles, mm. or my kind of grands, brothers and sisters, and um, they're largely into that. They very much kind of going along the, the, the stereotype kind of lines. Ah. These stereotypes come from somewhere. Oh, well, that's and the problem with uh, stereotypes, yeah. yeah. But yeah, nowadays, everyone's becoming more kind of generalised and it doesn't matter if you're Scottish or English, kind of 19-year-olds are 19-year-olds. and it's, uh, yeah. They're all becoming Americanized. Well, that's pretty much <laughs> it, isn't it? Because with the internet, I mean, it's one yeah. of the... It's a, it's a weird thing with the internet because I have a lot of dissonance with it. I think, generally speaking, it is a great thing. I think yeah. it's probably about sev- at least 70% great and 30% shit, I'd probably say. Um, but it's like, you know, for every time you hear about a load of internet trolls or a load of people attacking someone online or like, you know, a rise in flat earthers or neo-Nazis yeah. and things like that, it's like, that's really shit. But the sheer amount of people whose lives get saved, you know, when you get the parent whose kid's really ill with cancer and they yeah, just share a picture on Facebook. Funding and all that. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, that's beautiful. And it's even like lower key things like there's a band uh called the ghost inside and about i think it's about four years ago now they're in this really horrendous tour bus accident yeah and obviously in america because you know uh, free no health insurance yeah exactly yeah. if you haven't got health insurance and obviously healthcare is or the free, wrong type of health insurance but yeah exactly because they're very easy to fuck you over yeah. it's like you can you can be completely fucked you can have it's like i think the average uh the average uh birth there is like thirty thousand oh, yeah, dollars is like fifty thousand yeah. dollars that's People not... have to remortgage the house sometimes just to have a child. Yeah, and it's like, what? And it's like when people, if anyone ever argues against pub, um, like healthcare, it's like, okay, you walk down the street, some random bloke beats the shit out of you. Yeah. Right. As well as having to deal with all that trauma and pain, I never have to worry about my finances being finances yeah. being fucked up. But in America, it's like, I'd, I'd be so scared. Everyone's got a gun, and you don't have health insurance. <laughs> it's like, or you have to obviously pay for health insurance. Like, what? It's like, surely it'd be. You think in Britain it'd, it'd almost be like in Britain? Nah, you don't need health insurance. No one's going to be dangerous. We're all just poncy. But like yeah. <laughs> the stereotype, but more so just stabbings. <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, there was that statistic in the news recently that um, yeah, I think the murder rate in London is higher than that of New York at the moment. Really? Yeah, we've overtaken. Oh, New yay. York for violence. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky us. I, I heard something that was um, in. You're you're equally likely to get mugged in London or New York, but in New York you're like fifty six times more likely to be killed because yeah. either you or the other person's got a gun. Yeah, uh, that's just the thing with the gun laws. It's like I spoke about gun laws quite a lot on this podcast, but it it just still ironically triggers me. It's like. Uh, I'm not, I don't think they necessarily just take all the guns away, but it's like more. How can they just say argue against more well, I've, restrictions? I've said this before that if American wants wants to keep their guns, I mean, when was it the uh, Constitution written? It was like seventeen hundred, seventeen seventy six. When they had flintlock single shot pistols. Yeah. If they want guns, give them flintlock single shots <laughs> and muskets. Yeah. It's gonna take down the attrition rate of drive by shootings because oh, it yeah. takes you forty five seconds to reload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People drive-by. are gonna learn to shoot straight. There's no just random firing from the hip here, there, and everywhere. Automatic rifles over two thousand yards. Yeah. No, it's single shot. Jawling, that's what you need to go back to. That's Jawling. it. As two people have some sort of like issue, it's just like um, slap each other in the face with a glove and take 10 paces and then yeah. turn around with a, with a little flintlock. That'd be good. Imagine how many issues in them, like if people get like argue too much, instead of like civil court, you just go and have a duel. Oh, man. But then you get those people who are just complete assholes who are like really quick with a gun. Well, there's some amazing duels back in the day. There was a, I think I saw this song on QI. There was um two people in hot air balloons with um, pistols or elephant shoot. rifles or something like that. each other's balloons? Yeah. That's fucking amazing. That's the greatest thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> That's how it's done. Oh, hey, because you can either try the best jewels in this country. Yeah, yeah. I could imagine that. Like, you... <laughs> imagine, like, the panic. Like, you you look up and you're, like, the holes and you start, you're like, oh, God, and you're like, trying to aim and try to shoot this balloon. But it's like, that sounds like a right laugh. I'm supposed there's, like, a video game about that. Or maybe there is, because I'm out of touch now with video games. Yeah. No, I don't know anymore. I played one of the latest Call of Duties, realise I'm too old for it. You're too Couldn't old. Do it. Yeah, I was just getting absolutely owned by 13-year-olds. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one of the, kind of the new kind of science-y ones where you're kind of half in space and you've got yeah. jetpacks and all Advanced this stuff. Advanced warfare, can, I think it's yeah, called. Bounce off walls and all this, and it's, no, can't do it. <laughs> you remember the good old days in Call of Duty where everyone's faces look like just, it's, it's just like a, a triangle, basically. With yeah. Like a one graphic, it's like skin colour, 
two like black smudges for eyes, and then like a smudge for their nose and a mouth that barely moved. That's why I loved Battlefield 1 so much, because it's just First World War. I can deal with that level of technology. <laughs> yeah, not too, not too crazy. when It's not only you have to know about, like, vaguely about guns, but it's also there's so many things they invent for the game. It's like, you can't, you can almost like not wing it, in, yeah. in a sense. I mean, I used to play video games uh, probably before, <laughs> before college when I started dating girls. Um, I, I'd play video games all the time. It would be like yeah. getting from school or college or whatever and just immediately... It would normally be Halo 3 would be it, me and the yeah. guys. We're in the amount of hours we racked up on that game is silly. Yeah, that was the same with me, Justin and Joe. We just used to sit there playing Halo on Legendary oh, yeah. on a Friday just for like nine solid hours. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, complete we... the story about three times. <laughs> we even make Kieran used to do that. We just constantly play like the Ark and the Covenant on Halo 3 and yep. that sort of thing. Yeah, because Justin came over... Uh, I don't know, a couple of might be quite a few months ago now, but we just played uh, Halo Combat Anniversary. You know, you can, it's the HD remake of it. I've not seen that. Really, oh, it's on Xbox, and you you can press a button and it changes back to the original graphics. Oh wait, yeah, I did see the adverts for that. I yeah, to get that one. It's really good. It's really good. it's on Xbox 360. Do you have an Xbox? No, not anymore. Nah. yeah, because I. I used to play video games a lot in college and then um, I got a girlfriend and obviously I had a bit less time and then I came out of college and got a job and normally when when I was single I just play video games a lot and when I was in a long term relationship uh, at the place I lived before and we split up about two years ago this coming June-ish and after we split I was like I had quite a few games that I'd, I bought and had a chance to play. Nothing yeah. against her, obviously. I, I enjoyed my time with her more than video games. But I was yeah. like, fuck yes. And for like months, I was just playing video games loads. I was like, I remember. And then um, I've I've been, I was in a relationship for three months like last year, but we're just mates now and stuff. But it's like, um, the now I've got a podcast and I've got like my job where, my previous job at Wizbit, um, where I did cassette production CDs and stuff, yeah. I um, it was flexi hours. So if one day you're just like, I can't be fucked with this. You That's just... the glorious thing about my job. So I'm technically self-employed. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you're... There's no benefits. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No pension, no sick pay, none of that. No, just but... turn up when I want to, do the hours I want to. Yeah, does that mean, like, in theory with your job, you can just, like... I could work from 8am to 12pm if I wanted to. Do you get uh, do you get paid delivery or by the hour? Per delivery. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. I mean, I suppose it's like... Do, is, do you get paid, like... Not to delve into your finances, but like no, enough. Right. Like, um, yeah, if you put the hours in, you can make over a hundred, hundred twenty pounds a day if it's busy enough. Oh, really? Oh, well. Yeah, but that's that's probably eight till ten. Yeah, so yeah, it's a long day. But obviously, you take a certain amount of break, and obviously, it's not constant because you turn up at the restaurant and that, and you can be waiting around for fifteen, twenty minutes occasionally to get a delivery, especially yeah. between kind of. Uh, after kind of between one and four, mm. it kind of quiets down. But yeah, before and after that, it kind of hots up a bit. Yeah, well, I suppose it's always like it can always be like a lunch break in a sense. But you must you must stay quite fit with a. Yeah, it definitely of, helps. <laughs> yeah, well, it's um, I was gonna say with a video game thing when I when I start my work uh now I I don't get home to like six and now that I've been doing. I don't go to the gym anymore, but I've got, I don't know if Justin's mentioned it, but I've got the punching bag and I've got like a yeah. dumbbells and stuff upstairs, which are Justin's. Uh, and so after after work each day, I get in normally trying to do like half an hour, 40 minutes of exercise and then cook dinner and that sort of shit. And it's like, where I do that and then I'll do the podcast and obviously this takes up quite a bit of time when I'm not uh, recording. I'm also having to do stuff on social media. Yeah. I'm currently putting... I'm changing my audio provider, which is making me man. I'm making do that manually. So it's all these sort of things, and obviously, I'm in quite a few Facebook groups about podcasting, and there's people who talk and ask questions about collaborations or just questions about podcasting. And I want to be part of the community because I just don't want to be that dick who's just like, "Hey, I'm only going to be involved when we're self-promoting." It's like that it doesn't. No one wants to be that guy. No. So um, I've just got a lot less time, and it's like I got the Crash Bandicoot remake, and. It was amazing and a lot of fun. And the Star Wars Battlefront 2, because I'm obviously a massive Star Wars nerd. Uh, and then, what was the game? Oh, Darksiders 2. I, I, that's a really good game. And um, that came on the PlayStation Store where it's like when you've got the PlayStation Network. Yeah. Um, every month you get a couple of free games. And um, I got that and I played it like one night for like four hours. I was like, I love it. I was like, I'm going to make sure I have enough time to play it and stuff. And now it's just like, I don't at all. Like, I, haven't got, I haven't got time for it. It's yeah. like, normally if I get in, it's like, I just want to kind of collapse in front of something and it's like I do I still love video games <coughs> excuse me and whenever a new Star Wars one comes out I'll be buying it because I love Star Wars too much to not yeah. play it but you have to I've, 
you don't, I didn't realize, I did realize, but it didn't kind of hit home uh, now when I was, uh, when I was younger. You invest so much time in video games. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, like from the age of about 14 to 17, all yeah. I did was video games all day long. Well, yeah, because there's certain games like the multiplayer ones, like Halo and things like that, where yeah. you can just play, you can play for six hours, it's a different game every time with different skill levels, the map yeah. obviously randomizes with different weapons and that sort of stuff. And then with other games like uh, Skyrim, Fallout, that sort of thing, you, I, mean, I think Skyrim, I was on like somewhere between 1 and 200 hours. Which yeah, I think I was that. the same with that with Fallout Three. Yeah, Fallout Three. I but yeah. I I got I every achievement on that. A large amount of time into that, and New Vegas as well. Yeah, Fallout New Vegas. I got all the achievements on both those games. Played all the DLC and stuff, and I, I love them. Um, and it's like it's so easy because it's like you go, oh, I'm just gonna okay. There's a quest line. I'll just walk there, and then there's like twenty spots in between there and there, and yep. then you just start exploring, and then you realize it's been about seven hours. You've done <laughs> no main quest line, and you've just gained about twenty side quests, and you're like. I'm actually further away from the end than I was a minute ago when I started. Yeah, you look up and it's gone dark outside. Yeah, wow. or then look up and there's gone light outside. Yeah, that's even, yeah, that's worse. <laughs> that's the worst part. Yeah. Um, so now I, I do still love video games, but like with with Netflix and uh, like when I when I hang out with people, I normally watch it. So like um, yeah. Kieran over, we watch all the Marvel series. You know, I, with Josh, we watch uh, anime. We watch Full Metal Alchemist, and that's amazing. And like I've got the Odeon card, so I go to the cinema quite a lot, and yeah. it, all these sorts of um, Watching stuff is a lot more low key, and in all honesty, as well, it's there's very few people who don't like watching something. Yeah. Whereas there's only certain people who really like playing video games. Yeah, and they've got their own genre. Of video exactly. Games. Yeah, like like with um, with the guys, like um, some of the best games to play multiplayer. Generally, the guys that are really into gaming don't like them that much because they're too yeah. easy and too casual. So it's like I don't want to play like a like a really easy Mario game because it's piss easy. <laughs> but when you want to play something really difficult, but you can't when you have your mates that don't really play games that much because yeah. then it's just a slaughter fest. Yeah. It's quite fun when you're <laughs> when you're the good one, you're just killing everyone. But no one wants to play with you then. No. Um, yeah, it's it's just like I just don't have time. Like I was thinking, like I'd love to learn a new language. Um, I say it well, I've tried that. It, it just doesn't stick. Oh, yeah, that's Most days I wake up, I can't even speak English, like <laughs> French or something like that. What language you try and speak? Um, well, I tried learning French because my father had a degree in French. Okay. And my grandfather, he spoke a bit of French, so it just seemed like the natural progression. Mm. I was thinking about Doric, that Scottish language I was talking about as well, but that's savagely hard as well. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only 30-something thousand people that speak it, so it's... Not like you're going to bump into anybody and have a good conversation with them. <laughs> Just but, yeah. suddenly, hey, because well, everyone there speaks but, um, British. Yeah, the languages to learn really are either French, Spanish, or Chinese. Cause you can I was going to say Because with English under, belt, under your belt as well, you can speak to at least three quarters of the population of the planet if you've got any of those languages under your belt. Well, yeah, yeah. I think... Uh... Chinese Mandarin has got the most amount of people speaking yeah. in the world. It's like, over a billion. <laughs> but yeah, I think in I think English, you've got more nations that speak English because, yeah. like, basically, I think relatively everywhere in Europe, their second language is English, yeah. except Belgium, where half is French and half is German. But it's like, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, Belgium. Belgium was a good one. We went to Belgium, and um, there. yeah, my my dad being able to speak French just asked somebody for directions, and they got so angry because they were Flemish. <laughs> they didn't speak French. <laughs> I see. And uh, they, they were, yeah, they did not like that. So you can have some faux pas along that line. Oh, man. The one time it's like, yes, I can speak French, I can do it. And they're yeah. like, oh, fuck, sorry. No. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, with obviously Europe, it's that everyone relatively, it's not everyone, a lot of people speak English. Like Scandinavia, especially, a lot of their kind of second languages, definitely English. Mm, yeah, well, I went to, uh, I don't know Scandinavia, but I went to Iceland uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. You went to Iceland as well? Yeah, and everyone there speaks English. Yeah, perfectly. They speak yeah. better than most people over here do. Yeah, they learn it from the age of 6 to 16, yeah. compulsory in school. Yeah. And then everyone else continues because it's, it's tourism and everyone that goes there, well, yeah. tourist-wise, speaks English, basically. Exactly, so and like the majority of the, um, like they've got, there's the band Kaleo and the band of Monsters and Men, uh, and Sigur something I can't remember his name. Uh, Sigur something or other. That well, of Monsters and Men and Kaleo are both English speaking, but they're from Iceland. Yeah. But um, Sigur something or other, Sigur Ross, I think it is. Um, they speak Icelandic, and their language. They're like one of the few. Them and Bjork are like they're from Iceland as well. And it's like they, other than them, basically all the. All the movies are in English. Oh, yeah. Not all, obviously, but you know the majority of movies are in English, and every, relatively speaking, every uh, film that comes out has at least got English subtitles. Yeah. So it's just like, media-wise, I feel very. It's one of the things of feeling privileged of like the the luck would have it where, 
I'm born in, or we're born, you know, uh, we're alive in 2018. Yeah. Um, we're, you know, younger than like 50. Um, or younger, I think you're, how old are you? Like 27. 27, yeah. So it's like, we're younger than 30. We're white males yeah. living in, uh, like, in south, south of Britain. England. Yeah, south of England. It's <laughs> yeah. like, there's not really many other spots that would be more right. optimal. Unless so you were living in California. Well, yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> but then guns. So yeah. I, I don't know, because it's like, America scares me. I want to go over there at some point. But yeah, I'm, yeah. Do, yeah, I went to Florida when I was 15. How's that? It was, and, um, well, I couldn't stand the heat. <laughs> the single whitest person on the face of the planet. Well, you're also very skinny as well. Yeah. I'm surprised you're scared of, yeah, scared I, of the heat. I give up so much heat. If I eat, that's it. I, I don't absorb energy. I just create heat, <laughs> which is why I'm so skinny. Wait on. Actually, saying that, I went to Florida for three weeks and lost half a stone. That's, that's yeah. Because no, you sweat it out. Yeah, nobody's gone on holiday to Florida and lost weight before. Was, <laughs> but we were walking down one of the main streets in um in this place called uh, Kissimmee, I think it is, around that kind of area. There was this glass-fronted shop, and uh, everything inside it was on kind of like glass shelves. And they were, it was all black. And I was like, what's that? Because I don't see too good. I don't bother wearing glasses. <laughs> and... um got closer and closer and uh, it's just shelves and shelves of fully automatic assault rifles really yeah and it's madness utter madness and we went into a walmart or one of those places and the entire back shelf was just yeah gun ammunition i've heard you can just go into walmart like i yeah. went i went they're, they're cracking down on it a bit more these days but yeah, yeah i think statewide 05 06 whenever that was it was just yeah bullets everywhere well things like states now are starting to kind of Realise that well, if the if the Trump administration aren't going to do a federal level thing, yeah, we're going to have to start ourselves. doing it. Even individual shops are doing that. There's no, really, sporting shops they've banned um, assault rifles. They just do uh, handguns and shotguns now. I think. Yeah, it's just one of those things where um, a few podcasts I've listened to have mentioned this, and they just go like, if. For, if, let's use Britain as an example if someone tried to introduce legalising guns in Britain yeah. in the way it is in America now, everyone would be like. Are you fucking insane? Yeah. But because they've always had it, like my yeah. Second Amendment, it's like uh, Josh brought up an absolutely fantastic point. Actually, um, I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast, but it was um, he was like, right now, think about this, right? People don't want to change the Second Amendment. Yes, it's that's, an yeah. amendment. Yeah, like it's that's amended from yeah, the original it's literally, Constitution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like this isn't. It's yeah. It's just like the eve. It's so ironic that people say it, but it's like not ironic in like a funny way. It's like it's literally a change of the original yeah. and you're saying that you can't change the change it's like <laughs> what it's like any sense like any sense at all and obviously you know uh, back even even go back in like um, things after the wars is when automatic rifles became in a lot more and that yeah. sort of thing so it's just like you go back a hundred years people didn't have assault rifles so no. obviously not as you said earlier with yeah. the, the flintlock pistols would be Oh yeah, no. They're trying to try to like rob someone with a flintlock pistol. It's like if I can time it right, and he can shoot one bullet gone. I can get away. Yeah. But in uh, in America, it's um. I remember when I first heard about being able to buy guns in Walmart, and I was like, yeah. I was like, what? No. And I, I just a... went on my phone, and I literally in England, I just went like, yeah. on Walmart on my phone, typed in guns, and it just showed me. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> what the? It's like you get delivered. It's like what the fuck is that? I know there was one bank that if you opened an account with them, they gave you an AK forty-seven. And uh, I think they gave you ammunition as well. So, yeah, you could walk out of your bank having deposited your money and gained an assault rifle. <laughs> that's, so, that's one of those things where it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It sounds like a joke. Yeah. Like, people are going to look back on them because we're in this big... I think because of the internet and basically now the, the corporations can't hide everything anymore and, like, there's so much interconnectivity, as you were saying, yeah. with um, the people up in Scotland who are now becoming more Americanized. I think it's yeah. just like a... It's globalism in a way where it's like everyone's kind of everyone's becoming a lot more uh, the culture the lines between culture are being blurred yeah. and we're in this transitionary period at the moment where there's people complaining about culture, cultural appropriation and things like that and it's just like I don't I wouldn't want to offend anyone I wouldn't like want to do blackface or anything because that's just horrendously right. offensive but like if I want to like hip hop music or like, my favourite movie would be Black Panther or something like that it's like yeah. I shouldn't I shouldn't feel bad because I like another culture the whole point is yeah. you were if we use um, you know sort of um I don't want to say the blacks because that's the most <laughs> that's the worst way to describe a group of people like that. Just to generalise so bad, but unfortunately, I don't want to say African Americans because I'm talking about British people as well. So yeah. it's just like, and you can't just say Amer- African Americans because also people from Jamaica and so people of African descent. Yeah, yeah. Let's go down that route. It's very. The problem is as soon as you start, I start talking about this. Also, I end up just digging myself in a bigger hole, and yeah. I'm just like, I don't. But you know, 
for so many years they were segregated and yeah. obviously slavery was horrendous and then they were segregated they took ages to get rights there's still a lot of issues with racism a lot more in america i think than um, over here but yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure because i'm obviously i'm white so i uh, don't have to suffer through um that sort of jazz but it's like the, the for so long they were segregated and obviously then they they got their own culture and they don't want sort of the man or the white man taking their culture away from them yeah. it's like it, it, it's a weird one because I'm obviously in no position to discuss this sort of There's So much thing. of our modern culture, our kind of white modern culture, is influenced mm, by yeah. kind of black African kind of mm. culture from hip hop kind of rap, 50 rap, years ago. Yeah. And jazz. And blues music blues, and all yeah. that. That's created so many kind of modern day kind of metal and rock bands. Oh, yeah. Out yeah. of all of that. It's, yeah, well, it's, um, I'm just going to move the mic and make a probably stupid noise on, that, on the recording now. Um, it's like. <sighs> With, I, I want everyone to kind of, I like people having an identity. Obviously, yeah. that's fine. And a lot of people, when they are black, they have the identity of being black. And yeah. obviously, I'm white, so I'm in a I'm in a minor a majority that's had like you know essentially ultimate power. So it's yeah. like yeah, for the past thousand years, especially yeah, in this era, exactly. So I don't need. I wouldn't have. There's a comedian called Tom Segura who goes into this on a net, on a Netflix special he's got re- that released recently, and it's fantastic. And it's like there's no such thing as white guy loyalty. You know what no. I mean? When, when you, there's black guy loyalty. There's minority sort of um, you know uh, loyalty to each other because yeah. you're like a you're a race that you're connected because you've been uh, you're a minority and that you've had a lot of shits to deal with in your lives yeah. it's like we haven't we're the ones causing the shit <laughs> yeah. most of the time yeah, so it's like there's no white guy loyalty so it's like we we don't quite understand culture in the same way yeah and it's like especially with britain like it's ironic that obviously america is quite quite racist in a lot of ways when it's like you, you're literally you go back 300 years ago you weren't you weren't even there yeah sort of thing like you you're literally all immigrants like yeah. there was every you, single one of them yeah like there were people who did live there the natives well, no, not every single one of them yeah like you say yeah, the natives. Yeah, natives and then you you know wiped most of them out in adv- like I think most of them were actually killed by disease and that wasn't by that choice was, I think that was mainly in South Africa that happened really yeah uh, oh. uh, North Africa North America. Africa, uh, North America, even sorry. Yeah, yeah. They um, that was mainly being yeah shot with guns. <laughs> I think it was probably like a combination of all of it. But it's like obviously we both fully agree that we killed a lot of people. Like yes. we went over there, slaughtered a lot, and yeah. a lot of raping and horrendous pillaging and that sort of stuff. And it's like talking about immigration. It's like you literally immigrated to a country, slaughtered everyone, and now like yeah. oh, we're gonna let immigrants in. It's like is this because you know like you think that immigrants can do what you did? It's yeah, like, we went to your country, stole all your natural resources, fucked off the second we had no need for you, and now we're just completely ignoring you. Yeah, it's like no, we don't want to let people in. Why would we do that? It's like because no. you wouldn't be there if it wasn't. It's like, it's like people who are British when they're when um you know you get like Britain first on Facebook and all oh, like BMP and that sort of shit. And it's like don't want to let these immigrants in. It's like well, first of all, we're an island, okay? Yeah. We don't have much fucking choice, okay. as in you can't actually get here unless you're born here and yeah. being the whole birthright is just such utter bullshit yeah, because it's like pure luck and chance that you were born where you are 100% yeah. it's like you're just lucky enough to shoot out of a vagina and live till now it's yeah. like you, you you can choose where you live you're not born and there's some sort of starting screen where you can choose where you're born you know yeah because people especially over the past couple of years have had so much problem with Polish immigrants mm. and this is ridiculous mm. I mean the amount they helped us during the Second World War, defeat Nazism, we had entire fighter squadrons based by Polish people. After the Second World War, a large proportion of our doctors and nurses who treated what would be our generation's grandparents from tuberculosis. Three of my grandparents were treated by doctors from Poland. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. for tuberculosis. Yeah. So I have absolutely no problem <laughs> with well, Polish. Without them, I probably wouldn't be alive today. Yeah. So I'm all for immigration. Hmm. And it's... It just enriches everyone's culture because you learn more about everyone else and it just makes life easier for everyone yeah i agree it's like i don't necessarily believe there should be a complete open border let everyone in unregulated it should be it should be everything i'm not one for government i think the government is shit in many 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 ways but i think if you got the right government in power and they had the right amount of power in the right things and you took all the money out of government in that sort of way and there's a lot more regulation and sort of thing it's like yeah excuse me allow anyone to try to get in but when when you get there, there has to be some sort of obviously there already is one but like a vetting process that's yeah. all that's all i think it's like if loads of immigrants and i think i said this i might have said it on the podcast before so i apologize if anyone's listening i repeat myself but i think it should have been something like say we can let in 
let's just say a million people a year for argument's sake because I know quite a few people emigrate out of um, England and stuff I think the uh, migration is about uh, 280 to 320,000 a year oh wow okay but over the past few years because of Brexit especially Mm. there's actually more people leaving from the eastern European kind of area than are actually arriving nowadays I see yeah so it's migration is falling I heard it's quite balanced for quite yeah, a while, which but, is the yeah, ironic the thing. past couple of years, especially, it's been falling. That's really rapidly. interesting. Well, what I was going to say about it is just like, with uh, with it all, if you said, say, there's a million people want to come in, well, you just say, okay, let's say 600,000, like a two-thirds-ish sort of amount, they have to have, like Australia, they have to yeah. have a certain amount of qualifications, they have yeah. to have, but then we've got like a sympathy amount, which is, there's a certain amount of people who are war-stricken refugees, yeah. and we should let in a proportion of people who don't necessarily have all the necessary qualifications, that sort of thing. But yeah. they are people who would still work all these jobs that aren't necessarily that high paid and that, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. And it's just like, as, as you said, you put it well, it's like, I can't understand. There's the tribalism aspect of it where people are just in tribes and us versus yeah. them, where it's left versus right and white versus black, all this sort of stupidness. But it's just like, if you just take a minute and think, no one chooses their skin colour, no. no one chooses the language they speak. Except Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um, people don't choose their skin colour. People don't choose the language they speak. You, you know, you're speaking a language before you have memory. Yeah. You get to five, and that's when you kind of start having memories. I can barely remember anything from the age of five to I ten. I think my earliest memory is around about three and a half, four. Yeah, because I've heard a few people... Uh, people say that you can't remember anything before four, yeah. but I knew a few people who have like the old thing here and there. Yeah. But it's not like... I can remember it like I can the last couple of years sort of thing. It's obviously... Oh, I've got some pretty clear memories from when really? I was about three-ish. Really? About then, yeah. What sort of stuff do you have? Um, well, the one the most living memory I've got is um, my father coming home with the first car hmm. he bought when after he'd had me and all that. Yeah. And I remember being in my front room. It was a nice kind of sunny day. Yeah. Slightly kind of cloud cover, as it always is in this country. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I remember the car, blue Vauxhall Cavalier. I can... Almost picture the number plate. It's oh, wow. Living, yeah, and it's a, it's a kind of occasional smell or something that takes you back. Smells apparently yeah. really links smell to Smell is uh, good for memory, it definitely mm. takes you back. There's, um, yeah. there's a, I had a push bike crash when I was probably about six or seven, and it gave me a kind of fat lip. Right. And the fat lip had a weird kind of taste slash smell to it, because essentially it's the same thing, taste and smell, I think. Yeah. So Very 70% of your taste or smell comes from... Either. I think it's your taste comes from your smell because yeah. I think if you lose your sense of smell you can't taste anymore so yeah. I think it's that yeah and um, occasionally I will smell something that smells exactly like that yeah. and it's almost as if I've just had the crash again oh wow it just brings me straight back to then kind of straight off the handlebars and sliding along on my face so yeah that's uh, yeah, smell is quite powerful you've had quite a lot memory. of issues with bikes <laughs> yeah no, yeah, you always do you've only got two wheels you're going to fall off yeah I suppose well, I don't know if I have rollerblades I know for a fact I'd fuck up I, just... I don't have the balance for that yeah I don't have the balance for that but I have the balance for walking have you tried ice skating God no! I've tried. I've, I've tried it. I'm like worse than Bambi when he learns to walk. I'm fucking terrible. I can't even walk with ice skates on. I'm okay walking normally on kind of snow or ice. Mm. I've kind of mastered that quite well from spending so much time in Scotland yeah. and Iceland and places like that. But no ice skates. Anything? Any too much momentum? On <laughs> too much speed. Yeah. Could never crack skateboards. Couldn't do that. Yeah, I could never. I like. Yeah, I. I used to try and stand on one, and I was just like, oh god! And it's like yeah. suddenly balances everything. You know? Yeah. Oh shit! And I was like. Oh. I used to ride a bike um, a, a fair amount, but then when I was eight, so I was year four, um, I, I was racing with my dad down Western Shore, and we were, we used to ride around this go-kart track, yeah. and we used to race around that, and I just pedaled around a corner, skidded, I fell um, straight off, and I basically, my shin basically snapped around the main middle bar, oh. yeah, and it broke my, I think it's tibia and fibula, or fibula and tibula see all of the crashes and everything I've had I've only ever broken one bone mm. and that was uh, on my toes that's, that's it pretty lucky I've yeah. broken quite a few of my toes just by stu- I've stopped my toe and broken oh, toes this before. was um, a, on the uh, backs of lorries they've got giant bits of rubber mm. for when they're reversing up against the docking bays yeah. one of those had come off and a seven and a half ton van in front of me this is while I was on my motorbike it ran it over and um, if you've ever kicked a rugby ball you know how Wildly, that bounces around all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, this was that bit of rubber bouncing down the road at head height. I'm doing 60 miles an hour. It's probably going backwards now at about 20, 30 miles an hour. Jesus it's Christ. It's just bouncing down the road, and I'm swerving all over the way, trying to get out of the way, and it's smacked the front of my bike, which thankfully has taken most of the kind of kinetic energy out of it, and it smacked me in my foot. And obviously adrenaline, I didn't really feel it. Yeah. And I managed to get another kind of 20, 30 miles away from 
where I lived and realised that my tyre was broken and it's on the foot and you use your back brake. Cool. And the back brake is very essential on a motorbike. Yeah. So if you've got brakes suddenly, you can't touch the front. Otherwise, mm. if you, you go around the corner, you're going to high side and fall off. Mm. So I had to get yeah, all the way back to Southampton along 60 miles an hour road with just my front brake, Ooh. which was fun. Then I went on holiday the day after with a broken foot. Jesus yeah, Christ. Kind of essentially a walking tour of Scotland with a broken foot, <laughs> <laughs> which was fun. Being overtaken by my 85-year-old grandmother. <laughs> I was so old in my life. Oh man, yeah, because I've um, when I broke my leg, it was um, that shook me. From I used to be super confident with riding bikes, yeah. and then from it was just because at such a young age, and I was quite a fat kid anyway. And then after that, I got even fatter and less athletic. And it's only really been the last few years I've really been athletic in any way. And I'm not, I wouldn't even call myself athletic. I just do exercise essentially and go indoor rock climbing every now and then. And that's like I've re- it's with bikes as well. I, I would I'd like to ride a bike again, but obviously. I'd have to buy one and then it's just like I've got a car and I I, I like walking places but it's like because I drive I know how stupid people are when it comes to driving and I see how people drive around cyclists and it's like it's it's, it's ridiculous it's just like all you got to do is give them a good amount of room because the thing with cyclists is if you hit them they're never going to damage your car maybe a slight scratch yeah a bit of a scratch broken wing mirror maybe yeah unless they go straight into the front of you well yeah exactly just smash your windscreen windscreen. (laughs) but it's like you're never going to do any substantial damage so it's like just be careful around them it's it's not difficult I mean you're in a car made of metal surrounded by airbags and you have an engine which means (laughs) you don't have to pedal uphill in pissing rain (laughs) (laughs) have you ever been uh, knocked off your bike um, by a car like as in push bike no no, I've been very close, but I've been cycling on the road since I was eight years old. I've learned oh, fuck. not to trust anyone. Well, yeah, so I, I drive, and yeah. I've been driving since well, I was 18-ish, I think it was. So I've been, well, since I started working at Wisbit, so yeah, I've been driving for five or six years now, I think. And um, it's five. And it's like, I've almost been in three collisions, none yeah. of which were to do with me, but yeah. there's, um, there's a roundabout, you know, where... Uh, up there but where the big cheese used to be yeah um it was basically i was coming off of i was i was coming this way from where the tesco and stuff is yeah like that and they were coming out like that basically and i went need to go down that hill so for people who are obviously everyone's just listening it's like what the hell yeah. is it? i was i'm coming out one exit and then there's two exits two more exits yeah, I was you're coming off the, the second, second exit, exit from where and, you are yeah and they're coming out the first exit and it's and not it completely this, around roundabout it's no. kind of an oval shape yeah it's, it's quite peculiar but there's um and there's also this fence thing in the way of the the exit, so people can't so, yeah. so people can't see properly to specifically yeah. so at speed. But so that's try just, and make people slow down, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. No, it no, doesn't work there's at all. tiny little gaps, and people judge it from those tiny little gaps. Yep. And there's a guy it that much harder. Oh, so annoying. But it's like there's this guy who's in this four by four. It's like a silver jeep thing, and um, I was paying. You know, you get you obviously get those moments where you just kind of go into autopilot mode, or yeah. you're for a moment just a split second you're not paying full attention. You scratch your nose, or you change yeah. the aircon, anything like that. And it's like, obviously, when you go around a roundabout, you're not meant to do any of those things. Yeah. But it's like, I was paying full attention, and I was looking in the right place, and I just, I braked slightly more than I would have normally, and then this car shot straight yeah. out. And I was like, he didn't see me, and I had to brake, as soon as I saw the, the front of his car, I had to brake, and I just missed him. And I was just like, if I was half a second earlier, his, this was when I had a, a Corsa. completely T-boned you. Well, he would have gone yeah. over, I think he would have legit, because it's, it's such a big car, yeah. I think he would actually driven over my car and crushed me in it. Yeah, and it was like, there's no need, like, ever, to go that fast and not stop at a roundabout. Like, yeah. how can you ever no, be I've, in that much of a rush? I've said for years that they should put, kind of, speed bumps on the entrances to roundabouts, just to slow people down. That's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Three-tiered speed bumps, slowly getting bigger, so kind of mini one. Her secondary one and then kind of big kind of final one because people speeding on roundabouts is where most people get cut up because mm. people just try to treat it as a slight corner <laughs> but it's not you've got three four five six queues of traffic joining this one tiny little area yeah. and everyone's doing trying to do 40 mile an hour or whatever and it just doesn't work so you need to fucking hurry. yeah there's no you've got an engine slow down it doesn't matter well, if yeah. you're in a city you're gonna get caught by bloody lights anyway well so that's it well, Southampton's got so many lights in it I think yeah. it's got uh, per square mile it's got like some of the it's either the highest or one of the highest yeah outside of like the centre of London I think we are yeah the, the highest yeah and it's like you drive around Southampton and you're always traffic lights and it is frustrating I understand but yeah. the trick is is that just 
if you speed everywhere, you're not actually going to get make any time because the traffic lights even you out and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And you're also, just burning like, that much more fuel, exactly, and just ruining your brakes even more and all that. So it's just going to cost you more money in the long run. Exactly. So it's just like it costs more money. It's more risky. You're not saving any time. And I'd rather go at like a consistent twenty-five without yeah. really having to stop much than go yeah. forty stop. 40 stop yeah. it's like no this is wearing everything out and causing oh, yeah. risk of hitting people and all this it's so triggering and when I'm driving and I just see people like um, you get people who overtake you in like suburban areas I'm going yeah. 30 and people yeah. overtake me and I'm like I'm literally going the speed limit yeah. You there's one lane of traffic either way and like how can you be in that much of a rush and you see them zoom off and then you just turn a corner and they're in front of yeah, you yeah and, they're in front of you at yeah. the and the traffic, traffic lights. lights with four cars in front of them. Yeah. So like, they don't overtake them anymore. Yeah, so if I'm just so busy as well. Yeah. The only time I ever say I'm okay with people speeding is um if it's re- if it's really, really, really late at night. I don't like people doing it, but if it's really late at night and they're speeding a bit, I can yeah. sympath- I can understand because it's like most of the time there's no cars around, you no. know? So it's like... Just don't do it on weekends when there's pissed people everywhere. Well, exactly. It's what you know, don't want to do. But it's like motorways are probably the only time where I'd say speeding because it's not motorways a slightly different dynamic because obviously when you drive when there's no people about you only have to worry about cars if especially at night time if it's night time you're on the motorway you barely see any cars you could go 100 and it doesn't matter people do that during the daytime anyway well that's what I mean but like I go you know the the motorways are 70 you know and I generally go somewhere between 70 and 80 depending you know I, I if I if it's really busy, obviously I don't but that's generally how fast I go if I say if you go like a really long distance like um when I went to Alton Towers before, yeah. if any, please ask me this question. The answer is going to be no, sir. I did not speed. But <laughs> I, um, when I went to Alton Towers, it I was got on my proof of it anyway. So it doesn't matter. Wait, exactly. It's just hearsay. It's um, the I'm just making it up to try and seem cool. <laughs> the um, I went to Alton Towers, and I think it's about a three or four hour drive away. Yeah, right and um, yeah, and I stayed stayed over there. Um, and I stayed over there one time, and then we got free tickets to come back because just after that whole. You know when the roller coaster crashed and the person did their oh, leg. Yeah. We so were meant that. to go there that day. And we actually went there the week after because of uh, scheduling. We, yeah. we, we had something popped up, but that was the plan initially. The Smiler, and um, so we went there. The Smiler was obviously closed and stuff, and everyone got like free tickets. Basically, yeah. we went in, and so we went back there. So when I went back there, where I wasn't staying, I obviously it was like I want to get there for the day and come back. Yeah, and um, it was just like. <sighs> The the drive is like four hours, but if you if that's if you're going seventy the whole time. Yeah. Now if you drive about ninety and obviously you get up quite early in the morning and stuff, yeah. so it's barely in a ride. If you drive ninety per hour, you gain twenty uh, twenty miles obviously because the yeah. you know, twenty miles per hour more. But you're not and, doing a constant ninety. There's traffic slowing you down. Well, that, well, that's what I mean. Bit. Like, but if there's if there's not many people, if you're doing it at night and stuff, you can yeah. get the consistent. Yeah. So but during the daytime, yeah, during the day, it's, it's pointless and it's also is dangerous with the more people about and yeah. I'm not saying people should speed but it's like on the motorway it's more understandable if in the right context at the right times yeah. and also long distance you can actually save like a good amount of time yeah. um, speeding well, like, depends what time you go <laughs> well exactly but on the right time you can but generally on the motorway but 100% in the in the cities you don't save any time speeding no, at not, all not, and no. also if, you, if your journey is 20 minutes how much time do you think you could actually save like yeah. 20 minute drive to save anything remotely substantial, even if we said five minutes, right? Yeah. You'd have to go, you oh know. God. Well, you'd, you'd have, have to be... run like half the red lights, exactly. overtake everyone you see, and yeah. be doing a constant 60 miles an hour. And when do you ever anywhere. need five minutes that urgently? No. The only times is if someone is literally dying, and in yeah. which case you get an ambulance or some shit. Yeah. And also, if you're late for something important. But if you're late for something important, that's your fucking fault. Yeah. I, I could be late at times. Everyone's late at certain times. But it's like, you shouldn't speed and put people's lives at risk just because you made a, a mistake and you yeah. fucked up to save five minutes. Do you know what I mean? If it's that important, call the place. Like, I've, um, I went to a job interview. I, I didn't get the job, so maybe that's why. But I went to a job interview and I called them up. It was a, the place on Google Maps told me it was in a different place than it was. Yeah. Um, and it, they'd moved in similar area, but slightly different. And they're, oh, we're really sorry. And I was like, I might be five minutes late then. Like, that's fine. Yeah. If you call up early yeah. and you give them some time, you say, like, I'm going to be five minutes late. Like, okay, fine. Yeah. But if you don't say anything and you're like, I can make it, I can make it, I can make it. Then you get yeah. there, you're hot flustered and you're five minutes late. It's like, well, you clearly, you didn't plan properly. You're a prat and you probably speed, sped while you were here. So yeah. it's like, people they have to ruin everything they, they have to they just trigger me like we, we have the potential to be so amazing yeah and we're just not yeah can't work together that's the problem yeah we're just it's always we always focus on what makes everyone different and yeah. it's like we're so 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 similar like everyone is so similar like there's so few people you talk to who who wouldn't want 
healthcare for free. Okay, you know, it's people like, oh, I don't want to pay money yeah. for that. It's like, okay, but do you want to be in a car crash and have to worry about a billion other things as well as money or anything like this? It's like, generally speaking, most people are like, you know, we'd like good education, we'd like good um, healthcare, yeah. and generally I want to be able to provide for my family. There's very few people who argue with that, no. yet we somehow still, all these tiny still little things. To. Yeah. And it's just like everyone's so like, um, oh, I'm on the left and I'm on the right. It's like most answers are in the middle. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, I was going to say, uh, with like, the Jeremy Corbyn thing, um, like I, I, I support Jeremy Corbyn in yeah. the election. I think he's one of the few politicians I trust, but who knows. Um, but even him, I don't agree with him on everything. I don't have to. Oh, no, not everything. Like, I, I'd probably say about 70, maybe 80% of things he said. I was like, yeah. yep, got you. But a couple of things I was like, meh. Like, but I don't... I have to choose him or, obviously, Conservatives. And I agree yeah. way more with him than Conservatives. But it's like, there's so few options for the middle. Yeah. And no, the Liberals are not going to get into power. What, as if they yeah, yeah, the Liberal Democrats, because what oh, they God, did with the students, oh, that, yeah. that is, that they're not getting into power for quite a while. I think the last time they were in power was kind of like oh, yeah, 1930 like, or something like we that. We promise not to have student loans, um, student things go yeah. up. We'll make sure that's going to be our one thing. Tuition Don't you worry. Fees won't yeah, go up whatsoever. Definitely not. That's the one thing we we'll promise. Oh, sorry, guys, they're going to go up. It's like, literally the one thing. Oh, yeah. not the one thing, but that's the main thing. It's like you fucked up. You, you had your chance. That's it. Yeah. But um, moving on. Um, I just want to say um, we're getting near the hour mark now so if you want to take a break at any point you're welcome to because I'm all good okay cool Um, I was going to say with um, if I can delve a little bit into your your heart uh, condition if you don't mind me asking about that sort of stuff Um, because obviously well you can you I I think as long as I've been hanging out with you I think um, because I think I've been hanging out with Justin since I was 18 which is about 5 or 6 years but you I've only had this condition now for Two and a quarter years. Yeah, I knew it was about two years, but I remember yeah. like I hung out with you every now and then. But obviously, when I was younger, I didn't hang out with Justin as much. Yeah. But then, as I've gotten older, me and Justin hang out a lot more. Um. So obviously, you can't drink caffeine. No, can't have caffeine. Yeah. And, so, uh, do you want to have a vague uh, description of what you've sort of got? Uh, yeah. It's a, It's called heart block, specifically second degree heart block, Mobitz type one. There's a. Yep. Yeah, just smack, <laughs> just smack the mic. Just yeah, helps me. Yeah, there's um, there's three different types of heart block. You got first, second, and third degree. First degree happens quite a lot in athletes, okay. the, people like that. It's um, kind of uh, thickening of the uh, muscles in the heart, so the electrical signals in the heart can't pass through as well. And first degree doesn't even really use, do you give any symptoms whatsoever. Second degree, what I've got, you've, it's broken down into two types: Mobitz type one, also known as Wenkenback. And Mobitz type 2. Mobitz type 1 shouldn't necessarily give you symptoms. But I'm one of the unlucky ones that does get all these symptoms. Right. And, uh, but is it not be potentially quite... beneficial if you, they knew you could catch it? Like, is it not you catch it, but if your symptoms show up, is that not potentially um, beneficial because they can identify it? Or is it... Well, it's just... It just fucks you up somewhat. Because uh, okay, uh, quite often the symptoms will kind of replicate that of a heart attack. So that's not oh. always good. Mm. And uh, it mainly affects me when I'm trying to sleep. Oh, so, fuck. Yeah, cycling around is perfectly fine because what it does is it um, it slows my heart rate down and causes me to skip heartbeats. Right. So when I'm at rest, when I'm sat down, it's happening at the moment a little bit. I'm, I can feel me kind of skipping beats, occasional oh. bit of palpitations, and it's perfectly fine. I'm sat there perfectly fine. Okay. But other times, yeah, it can probably mess me up, spinning out all this, that, and the other. But as long as I've got a good bit of cardio behind me, that's why I do the job that I do. Yeah. Is I feel perfectly fine. But yeah, trying to sleep is horrendous. You go into some amazing rhythms when that happens. You kind of uh, The one that seems to mess me up the most is uh, having two heartbeats, skipping one, having one heartbeat, skipping one. And that, so it's two, miss one, one, miss one, two, miss one, one, miss one. Huh. And that seems to mess me up the most. And my heart rate would be probably around about 45. As right. we're sat here now, I've got... We've eaten not too long ago and all that, and talking and all that, so we're probably around about 65, 70. Yeah. So imagine if your heart rate just drops now by kind of 20 beats. Yeah. That's going to mess you up a bit. The lowest I've seen in my heart rate is 36 right. beats per minute, and that is, that's low. That is. <laughs> well, yeah, that's almost yeah. You know, one every two seconds. Yeah. That's, how, uh, how does that feel out of interest? Because obviously I'm, fingers um, crossed the moment, healthy with my heart. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a hard one to describe, really, because um, when the skip happens, because um, we have the actual... An actual heartbeat. Mm. You've got um, 
uh, different waves in it. You've got the P wave, which is the beginning bit, the mm. QRS complex, that's the big blip, mm. and the T wave afterwards, which is the kind of recovery. Right. And uh, my P waves fire, but then, because you've got different nodes in your heart, I won't remember them. It's the... Um, you don't, I wouldn't expect no, you to. No, I used to, but I've removed that with neurological information. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the P wave starts at the top node, and then it doesn't connect to the next node, which causes the QRS right. complex and so the T wave after that. And um, so you can feel the initial kind of firing. It's a kind of um, the, the slight contraction of the heart. Then you don't get the big beat. So you've got the dun of the heart. Yeah. I get the kind of dun. Just a little. It's not the full kind of dun. Yeah. It's just kind of half of that. And uh, when it when that kind of pause happens, mm. it's um, a weird one to describe the kind of feeling of it. I feel it. Mostly, really, to be honest, in my throat, I feel okay. a kind of weird, kind of, uh, um, yeah, like I say, it's a hard one to explain. Really, yeah, I can imagine it for any, long, anything but, internal is very yeah, hard to explain. Um, but the heartbeat after the skip, you feel that one. That kind of that hits you quite hard. It feels like somebody's punched your ribcage from the inside. Ooh, <laughs> they, can, they can be pretty savage. Some of them, they can properly throw you off. But most of the time, it doesn't really matter. Hmm. But yeah, it's a can be a weird feeling when you're drifting off because when you when you're in that level of almost falling asleep mm. time seems to kind of slow down a bit and that's the end of part one thanks as always for tuning in guys um as i said at the start part two will be released next week i think i said that at the start um but we'll continue the conversation about um jack's heart condition his heart block and we also get into loads of things that part two is um in my opinion, better than part one. And not that there's anything wrong with part one. I think this part was really, really good chat. But part two, we start getting into a lot more things. We get into climate change, the technological revolution. Um, we talk about sort of animals and eating meat and factory farming. Um, and like sort of the thing with like the Chinese uh, festival of eating dogs compared to factory farming. We get into that and veganism. We get into fungi, uh, as in mushrooms and whatnot. Uh, consciousness, uh, the universe in general, ancient civilization, aliens, shamanic rituals the stoned ape theory um loads of stuff so you know it's it's a much much more broad podcast uh next week's one i'm trying to figure out what we're even going to name it but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it i suppose next week um yeah uh i think that's it really oh, i was gonna say i think in this episode at the start me and jack t- spoke about our dad's um a bit and i think we talk about it a little bit more in part two as well but um as i think i said when i was talking to jack uh either in this part or the next part um I wanted to do a podcast with my brother Rob uh, talking about my dad um, because obviously in a lot of these podcasts I've mentioned the fact that he died of cancer and I do talk about it obviously with people but I don't delve too far into it um, so I'm aiming to release uh, one of those soon uh, maybe on Father's Day That's, that might be the aim if I can do that um, so it'll be like a special I won't have a cart I wouldn't have any promos on it or anything I just have the whole chat however long it takes um, and just me and Rob that's my brother's name, uh, talking openly uh, about that sort of thing, you know, of um, what we went through, sort of what happened with Dad, just basically all the all the details. So if anyone's interested in that, obviously it's not going to be the cheeriest podcast in the world, but for some people who may be going through uh, similar things, whether or not if a family member's ill or has already passed or is worried about these sorts of things in the future, um, I feel like it could give people uh, a bit of closure, and I'm happy to talk about it. Um, as people may have guessed from this, I'm an open book. Uh, there's there's really no part of my life I won't talk about, um, so long as it doesn't isn't directly to do with someone else. You know, for example, I've talked in brief about past girlfriends, but I wouldn't give any real specific details about them or anything like that you know it's me anything that's basically purely about me i'm happy to talk about um so you know also if, if you guys do uh if there's anything i do talk about and anyone does want to find out more about me um you can either contact me on twitter or instagram or email me or anything and i can just tell you um or i can always do a podcast about it depending on what the subject is or i can just bring it up in a chat with someone else so if there's anything anyone wants to me to talk about or discuss or anything about me then yeah just let me know um, I think that's the end for uh, my post-show ramble, really. So, um, yeah, as I said, part two will be out next week. Like us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, last week's episode was the two-parter with Molly, which I really recommend everyone checks that out. She's a creative collaborator. She organizes festivals. She does loads of crazy cool things. It all gets detailed in the podcast. So, And she's a delight to talk to as well. Not that Jack wasn't, but, you know that's not really much else I can say otherwise I'm just going to dig myself into a deeper hole so yeah thanks as always for tuning in guys really appreciate it especially anyone listening this far into the end Um, and I'll talk to you next week